0: Okay, and welcome to another episode of Stevenson's Mind, and in today's episode, I want to cover the topic of belief. I think this is a very important topic to consider. You know, there's different sort of academics in life that you can study, psychology, sociology, geography, the arts, the sciences, etc. But for me, it all comes and stems from philosophy, and that's just my personal annotation to that. For me, once you have your philosophy straightened out, Mm -hmm. everything evolves and everything stems from that. Philosophy for me is the central DNA system that governs all the facets of your life. Everything that happens, happens because of your central philosophy. And I've known this to be true because as my philosophy has changed, you know, throughout the course of my life so far, so have the results and the behaviors changed as well. So, you know, I'm a big fan of psychology, sociology, etc. And, you know, they're great things. But I think it really has to stem from a central system. And that system is the art and science of belief. What you believe is so important, and so immensely central to everything that happens that If there's the slightest hesitation in your belief, that's going to show in the manifestation of the results. The confidence that you have in your central belief system will manifest and show in the effort, results, and behavior in your life. So it's as simple as that. It's something that a lot of people take for granted because, again, they're not aware. They're not aware of their beliefs. They're not aware of where they've come from. They're not aware of why they're believing it. So I think if you take the time just to be aware as with anything generally and step back and look at why are you believing something? What is the purpose of the belief? And know that your beliefs are not carved in stone, that your beliefs can change over time and your beliefs are relative. And we're going to get a little bit into that. So let's start as always, as I like to, with some quotes, because I think quotes sort of summarize, you know, the topics in a very sort of inspiring way. So uh, here's uh, one quote. Persistence is the measurement of your belief in yourself. And that's by Einstein. Persistence is the measurement of your belief in yourself. Here's another one. And this is really important. Your reality is a reflection of your strongest belief. And that's really true, isn't it? Here's one by Gandhi. If I have the belief that I can do it, I shall surely acquire the capacity to do it, even if I may not have it at the beginning. So he's saying that, you know, if he starts with a belief that he can accomplish something, even though he doesn't know how to do it or does not have the capacity, that's going to happen. And he doesn't have to sort of focus on that. He just needs that starting belief point. Uh, Here's another one. In order to succeed, we must first believe we can. And notice the, the sort of common theme in all of these. A person's belief on himself is his biggest strength. I'm not saying it very plainly, isn't it? Uh, here's one, if you believe you can, you probably can. If you believe you won't, you most assuredly won't. Belief is the ignition switch that gets you off the launching pad. Belief gives you the power to achieve the extraordinary. Here's an interesting one. Belief is the death of intelligence. And another very simply put fact, belief creates the actual fact. Belief creates the actual fact. And with all of these things, I mean, they're all pointing to the same thing I started out with, which is it all starts with belief. It starts with your central belief. It's really important to know where that comes from, you know, why you believe certain things. And that it is changeable. You can change your beliefs in a single moment. And not all beliefs are to be carried for the duration of your lifetime because they'll change as you grow. They'll change with the people that you associate with in terms of your family, your friends, your colleagues, your spouse, your family. And they'll be for the good or for the better. So you have to be aware. You have to defend You know when you see there's a changing winds of beliefs. So let's, um, let's start with this meme that someone sent me, which I think is quite fitting. I just received it earlier this week. And I'm going to read out the meme. And I think it's really important. When we believe something, we know something to be true. Because we know it to be true, we assume that it's going to manifest itself in reality. And when we know it to be true, it's one of two ways. It's by having faith, or it's by actually having physical proof, a tangible proof, maybe through science, that This is possible, and therefore, we expect the result. And both things are correct. I mean, you know, they say seeing is believing, and believing is seeing. You know, they interchange those those two sentences. And if you're talking about religion, religion is based on faith. You haven't seen anything. You haven't tested anything. There are no scientific principles. But because of that faith you have, you assume religion to be true. So your belief can come from two measurements one of faith and one of science where it can be provable it can be tangible you can see it you know there's proof of concept etc and not that you know one is correct or one is wrong know that you have two avenues to belief if you're you know a big student of the law of attraction one of the the laws of the universe the cosmic laws then you know that with the law of attraction if you know if you think of an intention and it's going to manifest in real life, you have that faith initially and the manifestation is further proof of that. So that's the nice thing with the law of attraction. You can have sort of like a halfway point in terms of a religious belief. You can imagine an intention, wish it to be true, and then when it comes in your life, that's proof that the belief that you had worked. And sometimes you might not get the exact result with the law of attraction. And this is a little bit of a sort of uh, uh, a different uh, take on it, but you might not get the exact intention that you wanted, but you'll get a different result. And sometimes that result will actually be better for you. So that's sort of like the universe taking care of you, but that's going on a little bit different tangent. I just wanted to throw that in there. So getting back into this meme, I'm just going to read this out here. It's very short. And the story goes like this. A person started to walk on a rope tied between two tall towers. He was walking slowly, balancing a long stick in his hands. He had his son sitting on his shoulders. Everyone on the ground was watching him in bated breath and were very tense. When he slowly reached the second tower, everyone clapped, whistled, and welcomed him. They shook hands and took selfies. So then he asked the crowd, do you all think I can walk back on that same rope? now from this side back to that side. And they had seen it. So they said, you know, everyone shouted in one voice. Yes, yes, you can. Do you trust me? He asked. They said, yes, yes, we are ready to bet on you. He said, okay, can any one of you give your child to sit on my shoulder? I will take the child to the other side safely. There was stunned silence. Everyone became quiet. Now, here's what it says. Belief is different. Trust is different for trust you need to surrender totally so the whole concept of this is they believe he could walk from one side to the other and be okay but then when they were asked to you know give one of their kids to him and you know the kid was going to be held by this person and walk back people were shocked and you know they lacked the confidence they doubted and they didn't want to do that because they didn't trust that he could do it so this is an important mechanism of belief. When you have belief, there's trust that's embedded in it. Just like I said, you know, with certain aspects of belief, there's faith. So when you believe something to be true, you're actually surrendering to that concept by putting your trust in it and knowing with faith or certainty, depending again, if it's you know, coming from that religious aspect where you're putting faith, law of attraction or certainty where it's coming from the scientific aspect where you have physical proof, that this intention you have or this statement that you know to be true is in fact valid and true because it will manifest in reality and it will show up in your life or it doesn't even have to show up. A belief can be a statement based on something you think to be true and then you can act accordingly to that, right? You might think, you know, a certain a person might behave a certain way. And then, you know, you expect that behavior, that behavior does happen. And that happens that way. So that's the belief you have about that person. It's, it's a stereotypical impression you have of that person. So when we're believing, it's really important to note that part that we're surrendering and we're giving trust in the statement that we know to be true. Because that holds the very sort of essence of, of belief. And when we have this belief that we're we're using, you know, in the different ways in life, we're not consciously thinking about it. So, you know, there are things that happen when we gain our beliefs consciously, and then they go into the subconscious. And that's important because all through life, when you're setting up your belief systems, you're conscious about certain things based on pain or pleasure. And then these belief systems go into your subconscious into that subconscious comes your inner voice and your inner voice will direct you. You know, if you're listening to it, you'll be aware of it. If not, it'll just direct you in the background and your behavior and your actions will be a result of that inner voice. And that again is because of the central beliefs that you had. Um, if you listen to uh, Nassim Harameen, he's got a course on the unified field and his course starts with the worldview. And this is the the basis of of his whole course, but it's the basis for life. And once again, because of lack of awareness, we tend not to think about this with great respect. That from the time a person's born, their upbringing in the early years is when they get their central belief system shaped. And this is the foundation for the basic way that they view the world. And that's why it's called the worldview. And it's important to note, and Nasim says this in his course, that you know through different speakers who are experts on the belief system, that you're getting these belief systems primarily from your impression of the environment, from your parents, of course, and from your friends and from your family. So that could be extended family, your uncles, aunts, et cetera. So it's the interaction with your uh, physical environment, and then it's the interaction with the people in your lives and primarily your your caregivers, which will be your parents. So those set of belief systems that these people have are just naturally passed on to you by your interaction with them, how they react to you. You believe a certain thing about how they act and also by the things they tell you. And then we grow up sort of, you know, programmed by these beliefs and not knowing that in some cases it's just blind leading the blind. You know, we've heard of uh, certain superstitions that, you know, people had um, such such as, you know, don't whistle in the night or don't trim your nails in the night. And for no reason, I mean, these might have, you know, come from certain folklore or, you know, stereotypes of certain things that just uh, went viral at some point. You know, don't cross under a ladder. Watch out for a black cat that crosses your path. And for no reason, we contain these beliefs not critically thinking about them, knowing them to be true or not, and live our life based according to these beliefs, not questioning them. And, you know, as you grow up and up, uh, older and older, sorry, you really get to the point where you are an assimilation of all these beliefs collected over the many years of your life. And truly, you're not living your own authentic life. You're living a life based on beliefs from the parents, your siblings, if any, from your extended family, from the environment you interacted with, right? If you grew up in an environment that was stricken with poverty, rather than growing up in an environment that had riches, the whole culture of the neighborhood, the way it's set up the infrastructure, all of that will shape your, your worldview. Religion is so very important in the early stages for families that are religious because the central concept of each religion is to believe in God and they have their own channel and their own way of believing in God. And some religions choose to believe that their religion is the central religion and no other religions matter. And too often not, parents are bringing up children with the, you know, the sort of the, the religious belief system and the children are taught not to question it. And sometimes with some religions, it's based on the sort of concept of fear and control, and they don't want you to question it. So everything is set up according to their design of wanting you to believe in the end result, but not wanting to question it. So you have to be really careful because if your belief systems are shaped, again, by someone else's belief, and if their belief was never true to begin with, then what does that say about your belief, right? If you look at the uh, the Catholic religion, for example, they have the Nicene Creed is what it's called. and this is a, a statement of belief you know used in the, the liturgy. Uh, so they say this during mass. And with Catholicism, you know you're obligated to go to mass once a week and one of the uh, prayers within the mass format is this Nicene Creed. And I'm just quickly going to sort of paraphrase uh, some of the the sentences from the prayer. And it starts off like this, I believe in one God, the father, almighty maker of heaven and earth of all things visible and invisible. I believe in one Lord Jesus Christ, the only begotten son of God, born of the father before all ages, God from God, light from light. And then the prayer goes on. And then it gets into, I believe in the Holy spirit, the Lord, the giver of life who proceeds from the Father and the Son. With the Father and the Son, he is adored and glorified. He has spoken through the prophets. I believe in one holy Catholic and apostolic church. I confess one baptism for the forgiveness of sins. And I look forward to the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Now, this is in its essence a very beautiful prayer. And the way it's set up is with these belief statements that this is what you believe in, one God, the Father Almighty, who is the maker of heaven and earth, of all things that are visible and invisible. And then it goes on to the second portion, which is, I believe in one Lord Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God. And that is the central claim of Catholicism is believing in one Lord Jesus Christ, who is the manifestation of God, who came down to earth to save humanity from sins. And then it goes on to believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life. Now, for someone who who takes this ad verbatim and you know, every week growing up in this mass format, this belief prayer, these statement of beliefs are getting into the subconscious mind. That's going to shape how you view the world. That you know the, that Jesus was truly uh, the Son of God. But you know, to play the advocate, what if he wasn't? What if you want to critically think about this? Right? It might be that. You've said this so much that it has become your belief. Your behaviors come from this, where you're taking everything sort of atom. You're not questioning anything. And then when you try to sort of question it, if someone who's devoutly religious might get defensive about it, right? Because that's the other thing is, what are the beliefs based on? Too often when we're having debates, we're debating people's beliefs. And it's not something that you can do at a, as a surface level. You know, we see sort of on the internet, when they talk about beliefs, there's different sort of legs of a stool that make up the belief, which is the the stool itself. So when you're, you know, sort of trying to get at people's beliefs, you have to get into the core of the foundation of why they believe something. And only then can you sort of have a a conversation that's not on the surface area and get to the underlying facts and people, you know. They might know where their beliefs came from, but they might not know, right? They might not be able to remember that far behind or know what's caused their behavior because of a certain belief. Beliefs are everything, and you really have to become aware, take some time out, step aside, and believe for yourself what it is that is true. Because if you don't do that, you're just believing someone else's belief, and then you don't know where they've got that from. And this can happen through generations, it can happen from thousands of years, you know, it goes on and on in humanity with consciousness, keeps, you know, passing the torch of uh, the human civilization with these beliefs that are passed on too. And if you don't really question them, you know, just like when, uh, you know, some people believe the earth is round and some believe that it's flat. Imagine if everyone said that the earth was one way And everyone believed it just for the sake of believing without sort of questioning it or, you know, going out there into space and taking pictures to see what it really is or questioning, you know, maybe from the earth level itself, how can this be? Or, you know, back when uh, Galileo questioned that, no, there is some capacity outside of the sky. The sun is not inside the earth or, you know, before when they believed that it was the earth that revolved around the sun. So all of these things were questioned. And because of that, you know, we move forward uh, by knowing the truth, which is relative, because the truth doesn't stand still forever. It's relative based on certain conditions. Then we can sort of have an objective view about something and make better decisions because of that. Because if it's not based on the truth, then your decisions will not be based in a true process. And that's important. You'll end up getting a false result because it wasn't based on the truth and beliefs as i said they're relative because you know we can say that i believe the sun will come up every day but it's only going to come up as long as the physical laws of the universe allow it to do so you know we say that life exists because of all of these variable conditions that exist to make life exist in this one sort of specific arrangement So if one of these variables change, that's going to change things, right? So with with the sun, it might not come up tomorrow if one of these variables change. Your beliefs change when you were a child, when you became a teen, when you became a young adult and then an adult. And then, you know, you became an older person. Your beliefs based on, you know, growing up on the responsibilities that you had before you believe that, okay, every weekend my job is to go to the pub. But then when you've got that family and you've got the kids and you've got that job and you're settling down, your beliefs change because now the the pub is no longer a relevant belief for your routine. And that's good to know is that the beliefs that you have, you should always question, but you should never carve them in stone. In a moment, be ready to change your beliefs. Learn from people. Learn what the new beliefs are that you should be inheriting. Because people feel that if they've changed their belief, then all those years leading up to the belief, it's all gone and lost. But that's not the case. It's, you have to evolve by shedding off old beliefs and gaining new beliefs. You know, it's it's like a snake that sheds its old skin and gets a new skin. And the new skin that you get will be relevant for the moment that you're in. It's gonna help you in the situation that you're currently in to propel forward and continue evolving. So I hope I've given you some good food for thought regarding beliefs. And remember, your beliefs are central. It all starts with what you believe in.